Welcome to the Life by Design, Not Default podcast. I'm Paige. And I'm Elaine. And we want to talk about all things life, business, and beyond. This podcast is for anyone done with the mediocre and ready to design a life that is meaningful, impactful, and fun. And we want to know, how are you living your life by design? Hi, everyone. So excited to have you guys on our podcast today. Um, I have a special guest with us, a new friend um, named Denise Oster. She is a speaker, an author, and an entrepreneur, and she calls herself a peak performance coach and has spent her career in thought leadership and working with the human development field. Through a paradigm shift in new behavioral patterns, she helps women create new habits that transcend to financial freedom and wealth. Her experience helping women ignite their inner truth and her own personal deep self-examination, it is what led her to the creation of her book, Inhale Abundance, Exhale Bullshit, which is like my favorite thing ever. Um, And she created her first consulting firm tailored specifically for women called DOC Consulting. Um, After speaking with her and doing the hard work, not the hard work, you will forever be savage, never average. Denise, I'm so glad that you're here. Like, oh my gosh, Denise and I met the other day on a call and I knew immediately when I heard the name of her book that I had to be her friend. (laughs) And so over the last couple of days, we've been chatting and getting to know each other better And I was like, oh my gosh, perfect opportunity to have her on the podcast to talk about her book and some of the new exciting things that she has going on in her business. So I'm so excited that you're here. And I'm just as excited to be on here with you. I love it. I could just feel the energy and the vibe and I knew we would connect instantly. So thank you for asking me to join you. Yeah. Welcome. And anytime uh, someone brings Elaine into our circle, the person has to be pretty special. So (laughs) so I'm like, it's it's just a treat uh, to have you here. So so tell us, I love, love, love your tagline, you know, as a branding strategist, I love your tagline of being savage and not average. Where did you come up with that girl? So I just kind of mirrored a little bit of my personality. You know, I'm all about, you know, spontaneity and just putting that fun, amplifying your life with fun in your life. I see all the dynamics of my own life changed when I ignited it with the things that I love, that I'm passionate about, the communities that I serve, the people that I hang out with. Um, Like I said, I instantly felt it when I connected with Elaine and it's just Keep that promise right in the far front of your head of anything that distracts you. You know what? Be savage, never average. Do something wild and crazy, something that just lights you up and you can align yourself with the right energies to be anything. And, and as I say, I finished my motto with stop waiting for the light at the end of the tunnel and light that bitch yourself. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. So we much. all have it in us. We just, you know, I have a really good knack after all these years of coaching to be able to have a conversation with someone. And it's not, um, I never come in from the point of a pushy sales or anything. I just really want to genuinely authentically get to know my clients or people who are interested in meeting me or knowing me and really have just a heart to heart conversation. 
And in that, it just, I, I, I just have this intuitive thing where I can just pull out their gift. I just feel like there's something more in there and they know it too. I mean, there's always something that keeps you so excited at night that you can't sleep. And for some reason, having those conversations, I can just pull that out. And that's what they need to go after. Instead of living the dream for someone else, live it for yourself. And the only way you do that is be savage, never average. And stop waiting for the light at the end of the tunnel and light that bitch yourself. Because we have two choices in life. You can be successful or not successful. What are you going to choose? And when are you going to do something about it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that because one of the things that I'm a firm believer is that, is that we do have the answers inside of ourselves. And when you're saying light that bitch yourself, you're really telling them to own their power and find their way and stop waiting for someone else to do it for you. Like you have everything you need to succeed inside yourself. It's just, do you have the confidence? Do you have the belief? Do you have the, the desire? Because right, literally you can choose to sit by and let the world pass you, or you can dive in and get started and join them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to sit on the sideline instead of, you know, playing in center field, you know, you're sitting on the sideline. You're not my people. Because yeah. I'm all about, you know, amplifying mm-hmm. your life and using that one special gift and don't waste it because, you know, life is so short. It is. So how do you help people who think that they have a gift, but then they're just a little bit afraid of like actually accepting that they have that gift? Maybe you can help uh, walk our listeners through that because I mean, that's one of your superpowers is being able to identify that. How do you do that for someone who's a little bit apprehensive, like after maybe past experience or trauma, how do you help them with that? Well, most people are, most people are very hesitant and most people don't know. I mean, they're, they're, they're afraid to be a little bit vulnerable to admit that and to know that because of what's been going on and shame will stifle you right dead in your tracks, like cement you to the ground. And just to acknowledge the fact, just it is a huge stepping stone right then and there, just to admit that you are stuck or something's getting in your way or something's holding you back and maybe not even knowing what it is, but really looking at, you know, the past issues. Are they something that needs to be addressed that are deeper? I'm not a medical psychologist or anything like that or a medical doctor. I don't claim to be. And I'll tell them right up the front. This isn't, you know, if it's deeper than that and these are medical issues, you know, you'll need to have those addressed. But there are different ways that I basically have that conversation with them to let them know that their mess is their message. And where is it inside that mess that was the turning point for them to, you know, kind of look at the different avenues of the possibilities that were dug deep in there because things don't happen to us. They happen for us. Mm-hmm. And I've always brought my children up and in the communities I serve and the people that I speak to that it's never a problem. It's always an opportunity. But if you're willing to be open to look at where's the pain of all these situations, is there a common theme? Is there something that you basically self-sabotaged yourself with? Is there something in there that decreased your self-worth or your confidence? What really wasn't something that was in your control? Now is the time to claim that and take control of that. You know, get constructive criticism from people. Don't take things offensively. 
you know, it's all the meaning that we give it. It's how you approach it. It's the language. It's, I say, you know, do a brain and body audit on yourself. And that's how I look at those different components dynamics and use the modalities to help them see things differently. Because when you see it differently and you are able to not place the blame and the shame and hold yourself back in ways that you can't control because we can't control environments. We can't control other people. We can only control ourselves. And we look at these, it allows us to take that old belief system, debunk the barriers, bullshits, and beliefs to create a new pattern behavior that generates a new habit that's sustainable by using your brilliant skills and turning that into financial freedom and wealth. Mm, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Can you um, talk to us a little bit more about your book and how did that, how did, how did you decide that this book needed to be written and the message that you wanted to share? Like, how did, how did you go about that? <laughs> that is such a fun story to tell because I never had a book in me. I thought I didn't. It's probably self-sabotaging just like everybody else thinking that I didn't have a story to tell, that my life wasn't so bad. So why would I share my story, right? Uh, and I thought, well, I had a really good life. I was very, very blessed. And I grew up in just an average middle-class family, went to, you know, your average schools, you know, and there was nothing that I thought that would even spark an interest to write a book. But I always knew that I had so much more inside of me. I just didn't know what it was. And through some of my other investments that I have been involved in, because one of the other things is, is I'm running a real estate business and I'm licensed in Minnesota and Maryland. I had been out on a conference. Actually, the conference is in Cancun, Mexico. We had a bunch of speakers and presenters, educators. And as I'm listening to these speeches, there were so many things that I could connect with. It was so relatable. And that led me to think, hmm, what is it that I am like thinking small about? Why is it that I have a pea-sized brain? Why is it that, you know, all these people can make the shit happen like magic, but I feel like I have shackles on my feet and I am so creative in that realm, but nothing came to fruition. So I started evaluating, just having conversations with some of the presenters and the speakers. And they're like, girl, when do you get up and speak? I'm like, nah, I'm not part of this. I'm not a speaker. I'm here because I'm actually an investor. They're like, oh, we thought you were a, pre a presenter. You're a speaker. And I said, well, actually I am. They're like, we thought you were a coach too. I go, well, I am, but that's not what I'm here for. I came here and invested on the investment side. So I'm absorbing all the knowledge from you people in regards to my real estate business. And they're like, oh, you're thinking way too small like way too small. And if you know the nature of my personality, I love to be challenged, but not defeated. And that was just the little ticket to say, I'm thinking small, like, no, no, never. No, that was the challenge. And I didn't want to be defeated. And they're like, the world is your oyster. And I'm like, right. The world is my oyster, but where is the oyster? So I had a little self-reflection and came back and said, no, I will not be labeled as having a pea-sized brain, not with what I've been through, not with what I'm trying to achieve, not with where I want to go, because if you want to go big, 
I say go bigger because I will not be defeated on this. So how is it that I am going to make sure that I'm challenged but not defeated and are in line with what I do? So I started to evaluate, say, okay, I show up at this conference as an investor, but yet they think that I'm speaking. They think that I have a story and they know I'm a coach. Hmm. How do you put this together? So I came back and did a lot of self-reflection in terms of my pea-sized brain. And I refused to have that label on myself. And a sales rep from the conference had followed up with me, asked me just a question like off the wall. And I started giving him information. And he's like, that's pretty powerful. Have you ever thought about putting that in writing? And I'm like, now here, if you want, you know, if you're still wanting information, I'll send you some stuff. And he goes, you know, can you repeat that for me? What you just said, that was like so powerful. I'm like, well, no, I just, you know, it's just who I am. It came from my heart. It's not like I, you know, made this step up and it's, you know, written out on a plan. And he's like, okay, if you can't remember that every time that I ask you a question or something comes up, can you just put it on a recorder, like record it and send it to me? I had done this a couple of times and he goes, girl, you have a book in you. People need to hear this story. This is a message. This is something that, you know, so many people would find so valuable and you could add to their lives and amplify it and everything. And I thought, really, this is just who I am. And I live my life. I'm just authentically who I am. And he goes, that's what I mean. Just being authentically who you are provides so much value because your perspective, your outlook, your drive, your passion. And so I thought, hmm, what would that be like? What is it? I don't really have, you know, major catastrophes. I mean, what are divorce rates? 50%. Yep. Check. Done that. Then do that. You know, had struggles in, you know, school and relationships and finance, lost my health through divorce, single mom. Yep. Done all that. So then all of a sudden I thought, wow, I've never really looked at the perspective of life of being so negative. I've always said there's abundance always in front of me. And I've always brought my kids up thinking, never a problem, always an opportunity. You know, if they would be like screaming, oh, the dog just ate my underwear or whatever it might be, right? I've always presented it as never a problem, always an opportunity. What are we going to see in it? And I thought in that moment, you know, we have so many gifts and there's so much abundance around us. Just having connections, having communications, having the ability to think outside the box, all these things put into perspective where I came up with my title. And I thought, you know, maybe I should just write a book and say, inhale abundance, exhale the bullshit, because we have so many beautiful gifts in front of us, so many opportunities. We have so many resources. We have so many things within us that we're not utilizing. And there, it's the abundance that people are looking for in life to have that freedom, to have that financial security. And I thought, wow, yeah. Inhale abundance, exhale the bullshit. Just get right down to the brass taxes of this. And you know what? Amplify your life with excitement because life's too short. And within 28 days, that's how that book came about. That's amazing. I love that you were talking about, you know, that I don't know why people think that they have to have had some horrible trauma that they had to overcome in order to have a story to tell, right? Paige has written books and it had nothing to do with, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like 
we don't have to have some horrible thing happen to us in order to inspire people. Not at all. Yeah. And it's really about sharing your knowledge and your experience and your story because your experience can touch or, you know, change someone else's life. And it doesn't have to be negative for that to happen. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here looking for those of you who are listening on the podcast, Elena and I look like bobbleheads. Um, you can't see that, but we are shaking our head in agreement because we know what that process is like. And we know what that personal transformation process is like when you finally settle into um, I have something that I can share and that it's worthy of sharing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people hold themselves back about the worthiness because maybe they didn't have it that bad and you don't have to have a problem or a catastrophe in your life in order to share it, but they don't think it's worthy enough to be mm. shared. Yeah. And that was the turning point for me that said, you know, I didn't feel like that story was worthy enough to be shared, but you're right. It's the experiences, it's the knowledge, it's the connections, it's everything that you have went through. Everybody experiences it different and it encompasses what you become because we're all so busy doing instead of being who we are that we lose sight of the fact that we do actually have the self-worth, the self-confidence, the belief, and the trust, it's, they're not really finding the support to be able to have that pulled out. And having been a coach, and I still am a coach for 15 years, my main goal is I have a true passion for helping every woman succeed, but also to know, you know, to be coached in a very transformational way you really need to have that support, the accountability to achieve the outcomes. And feeling like you're not worthy enough with whatever you went through in your life, good, bad, or indifferent, is the key stopping point for you to be able to catapult your life, to level up, and to move forward. Because I had so many experiences that I went through, good, bad, or indifferent, but it's to the point to say, is it worthy enough? Well, that's not for me to judge if my content is worthy enough. If it helps other people, it's valuable. And mm-hmm. even if it's one life, you've made a big difference in this world. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know that exactly. whether, I know whether it touches one lives or many lives, you know, I would rather leave a legacy than most. So you might as well start opening up your mouth and talking. That's right. That's right. I love that you said it's not for you to decide if your story is worthy or not. Like it's really, truly not. It's not up to you, right? It's not up to you. So I love that. I love that. So what are some ways that, um, I know you are a big, um, uh, what is the, oh my gosh, I lost the word. Paige, what's the word for the words that make that you they spell something and then they acronyms thank you god i was like what is the word it's not enneagram it's yes acronyms so i know that you love acronyms as much as i do do you have a favorite one do you have a favorite one i knew sassy sassy because that really dictates my personality i'm sassy in a fun way to um kind of 
give people an idea of my personality and to know that transformation can happen. I would have a lot of people growing up saying, oh, you're too serious, you're too serious, you're too serious. And when I could let loose and stuff, I became, you know, a lot of fun. And I kind of say it like it is because uh, it's not my business to care what other people think about me. And that's where you gain that self-worth and that self-confidence. And you kind of do it in a sassy, fun way. And, you know, it lights people up and they kind of get a smile from it. And if I can make one person smile, that's it. So my favorite acronym is SASSY. It's based on my program, my flagship signature program called the SASSY Success System. And SASSY stands for the self-talk. My five SASSY skill sets are uh, SASSY spells self-talk, author, savage, swag, and you. And within those acronyms or that acronym of SASSY, each step is another acronym. So for example, my first acronym off of SASSY, the first S stands for self-talk. Within that, that acronym stands for stop every little fabricated thought and leverage kindness. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. But it's just ways to keep us focused because if we get disrupted in any single way, those skill sets, just thinking and having to recall what the acronym is, is enough to trip the trigger to reset your mind. Yeah. You got to disrupt it. Otherwise you're just back in the same old pattern, not moving any forward. Pattern disruptions are the best. Yep. Yep. Completely agree. One of the things that I, I, that we have set in such common is that you know, I struggled for a while of not being my authentic self because I was afraid of what people would think. And I was people pleaser. What would my mother say? And once I released that, that was when I had the the confidence to, you know, release a book that had profanity in the title and the cover with my middle fingers, you know, and I, I struggled, like, how am I, going to not offend people. I was so afraid of offending people. And then I had to, I decided to flip it and say that I'm trying to intentionally offend people because I had to decide that I don't, I don't get to choose if people are offended. So I'm going to intentionally offend because if they are offended, then I have succeeded in my mission. (laughs) Right. And so it was like, but I was terrified. And the first place that I launched, that I, I brought my book was to our first polka dot convent, um, celebration that was in, um, not the first one, but it was in San Francisco. And I brought 50 books with me and I decided, okay, how am I not going to offend my polka dot sisters? Like, <laughs> oh God, I was so scared. So it was around, you know, October, Halloween decorations are out. So I went and got caution tape. I went and got um, signs. Fantastic. And I put F-bombs ahead. I even brought <laughs> little stickers of the shocked emoji, oh, right? And so they could, they could choose if they wanted to cover up the U or something like that. I only came home with seven books. Yeah. I was going to say you sold out like the first day. I, I was like, oh my God, like, because polka dot really did allow me to be who I was. And I remember one time I, I got an award and I got up on stage in Denver and I looked over at Shannon and I said, can I swear? And she said, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, 
I really get to be who I am here. Right. And I told her, I was like, you will have to kick me out of polka dot because I'm never leaving because I was like, if I'm going to get, if I get to truly be who I am, then why would I ever leave? Because it was so hard to find that place where you fit in. Right. And Brene Brown, I love Brene Brown. She, that's what she talks about is that people want to feel like they belong somewhere. Yeah. Belonging and significance are so key, vital Mm -hmm. to that identity that people are trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. Um, My marketing strategist said that too, when she was looking at my information of putting it all together, she goes, oh my gosh, we got the next Brene Brown here. And I just said, it's kind of funny, but you know, just our whole past dictates that, you know, how you were just so afraid to come out of that zone because you were worried about what other people would think. Yeah. That led us to where we are to be able to have that confidence yes. and stuff like that. And for, uh, for others to see that mm-hmm. is a huge aspect of breaking through that ceiling and yeah. being who you are. Because I know in my book, I speak about it too, but I was never that way. I, you know, growing up, I was always like, oh, well, I don't fit in because I'm not smart as they are. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I can be smart as they are if I wanted to be, but guess what? It was a choice not to, because I had the gift of gab and I was more in it for the social outlet, right? So it's all about choices. And then I would say, wow, why is it that I have to work so much harder than everybody else to be able to get where I want to go or to do what I want to do? It was just like, you know, things did not come easy to me for that. Well, guess what? you know, to look at that and say, Hey, why was it not easy? You know, did you choose make bad choices or are you putting a label on yourself and putting yourself in a container? Is it the external environment that put that label on you that you don't have to believe it? I mean, taking a look at all that. And I thought, how that's the bullshit that I need to exhale, get rid of it. And when you can show up and just not care about that and also go, no, I don't have to work hard. This shit comes easy to me, you know, and I can be the sassy bitch I want. And if someone's offended, more power to them because you know what? They're not walking in my shoes. They're not putting on their underwear and their bra, putting on their makeup and paying my bills. Right. right. Love so, me or leave me. <laughs> so tell us about one of the things that we pride ourselves in our podcast is this is called the life by design, not default. Uh, podcast. So share with us how you've created that life. I, I know our listeners can hear it in your passion and in your voice, but maybe you can just share a little bit more about how you've created a life for yourself. That decision came when I just basically hit the wall and was giving so much energy out to other people and just said, no, this is bullshit. I'm exhausted having conversations with people. And you don't get the right to take my energy. And then I thought, hmm, that's interesting. They didn't take my energy. I freaking gave it to them. And so I had to sit back and revamp that and said, no, I am not giving my energy away like that. That is BS. There's too much of this that I want out of life and this abundance. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to revel in the joy and the love that surrounds me. And it's not the people I'm adding to my life. It's the people that I'm getting rid of in my life. And I'm going to show up who I am. I don't need to feel like this because that's a choice I'm making. And the number one thing, I have stop, stop feeding in to the limited beliefs and the bullshit and evaluate what that was. Forgive myself, not the other people, because 
they were off doing their life all happy. Why was I going to sit there miserable? I didn't have to forgive them. I had to forgive myself. And that's why I invested in myself. And if you look at my website, I'm in a shopping cart because I literally purchased myself. <laughs> her website is so cute, Paige. She's got her, the pictures are so fun and brilliant and very per, full of personality, which I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I love it so much. Love it so much. So yeah. One of the things we always ask our listeners is what's your motto that you live by? So Paige, tell everybody what your motto is. So my motto usually stays the same and it is, I deserve to be here. I've worked hard. I've had a few hiccups. I had many successes, but I deserve to be exactly where I am right now doing exactly what I'm doing. And, and I'm okay with that. So I deserve it all. Um, Elaine's model usually changes based on what's happening, you know, what season or what inspires her. So before we hear Elaine's, uh, Denise, I would love to hear what are maybe one or two um, of the models that you live by. Well, of course, my favorite is be savage, never average, because that is something that I speak from my heart. I preach what I teach. I preach what I practice. I raise my children that way. They know no different. I mean, if I speak any other language, my kids are like thrown off. Like, what are you talking about? Kind of thing. Um, be savage, never average, uh, never a problem, always an opportunity, you know? So those are two of my favorites. And when all else fails, you got this, you got this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And yeah. always stop light, stop waiting for the light at the end of the tunnel. Like that bitch yourself. Uh-huh. Yep. Love that. Love that. And Elaine, what are you, what are you up to this week? Um, so I, um, Denise and I were chatting earlier this morning and I was like, I had to, I had to give a good old fashioned one, right. Which is comparison is a thief of joy, right? Like we cannot compare ourselves to what anyone else is doing. And I, um, I did a post that I know it's, it's true though. It's like, um, it's so true. I posted this morning about, you know, um, trends, right. And how sometimes in business we get sucked into the trends and we're trying to do what everybody else is doing because we think it'll work for us. And I am in, in the belief that we just need to have a solid foundation. And sometimes that means going back to basics because like, if you're building a house, right, the foundation is the first thing that has to be strong to support the growth of the building of the house. Right. And The furniture can change, the colors can change, all of that shit can change based on trends. And if you're not careful, you will wind up with sponge painted walls. And let's just be clear, my mother made me sponge paint a wall in her house, in her kitchen a very long time ago and it was God freaking awful. Nobody, no, no. So I'm my, my thing that I'm about this week is really just, um, going back to basics and not following in with the trends otherwise, cause I don't want to wind up with sponge painted walls. <laughs> They're it's so, so tacky. True. It's <laughs> Fair so enough. True. So true. The foundation needs to be solid, it needs to be yeah. rock solid. If there's any cracks. Oh yeah. 
it's yeah. you got work to do yep got work to do so Oh my gosh, Denise, you know, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you sitting out in the rain uh, (laughs) while you are near the college campus, dropping off your, your, your little one or now big one, obviously that's a whole nother season, right? Um, Where can people find out more about you? We would love for our listeners to be able to learn more about you and your programs and your services and offerings. Where can they find you? Definitely check out my website at denisoster.com. You can get a copy of my book at denisoster.com backslash book. You can get a free exercise to unlock yourself. It's an unlock yourself letter that I provide out there. And that's denisoster.com backslash letter. And if you want to join my Facebook group, you can go on to Female Entrepreneurs Crushing Business. And that provides value. I do lives on there. I do interviews on there. And there's just tons of insights, values, tips, modalities, everything that you could possibly want. It's an open community. I want people to get some clarity. I want them to have value. I want them to connect, make a safe place where they can ask those questions and really be able to just ignite their inner truth and be who they are so they can grow their business confidently, successfully, and build a business that brings them that financial wealth and freedom that they're looking for based on their brilliance. They have it within them. Everybody's resourceful. And I believe everybody needs a coach. I have three myself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it has been so fun to have you on today um, so that we could get to know you a little better and our listeners could get to know you better too. So be sure to check Denise out and uh, we will see you guys next week. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's fun. Take care, everyone. The Life by Design Not Default podcast is brought to you by the 8338 Collective. The 8338 Collective is a membership for female entrepreneurs who value community, education, accountability, and mindset. We understand that in order to reach our goals, we must learn new tools. We must seek education. We must shift our mindset because success without support is uncommon. And we are here to offer you the support that you need through our think tanks, templates, and tutorials. Join our community today by visiting the 8338collective.com. See you on the inside.